This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hello everyone, this is the Evil Chocolate Cookie, back with today's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. And since it's Monday, we are back to Champions Wildcard. We have four more quarterfinal matches. We did five of them last week. And then we have four more, and then we go into the semifinals, and that should be interesting. So I'm not exactly sure how this is going to play out. I really don't know. But I guess we'll find out. So without any further ado, why don't we get into our game? And we, of course, start doing that by meeting our contestants. Our contestants today were Lucy, Cameron, and Phil. And if I remember anybody from season 37, it's Lucy. Lucy was one of Ken's first ever multi-day champions when he was first guest hosting the show. And she was a barrel of fun to watch. Like, oh my god. I I absolutely loved her. She was she was the light in the storm at that time because my soul was still ripped in pieces. Because As much as I love the show, not seeing Alex every day was killing me. Because, I mean, it had just been, it had always been that way. And I'm sure I wasn't the only one with a damaged soul at the time, but oh my god, it hurt. But, you know, having Ken there made it a little bit better, and of course Lucy made it better, just with her general energy and all of that kind of stuff, and she... She was just such an excellent player at the time that it was just when it, when she got when she lost that game I was so sad. I'm like, "No!" But yeah, she's the one I remember out of the 3 we had today. And I like I like I always say, just because I don't remember them doesn't mean they weren't good players. We just have so many contestants, especially if they're especially if their streaks are short or you know non-existent or anything like that it's sometimes hard to keep up with them all like I'm more likely to remember someone who won nine games than someone who won two just because I saw so much more of them I mean think about how many contestants there are every season it's not me being rude it's just I don't remember these people So, yeah, there's there's definitely that. Uh, Lucy pretty much had the game for most of it. She found the first of the daily doubles. Made a nice fat wager on it and got it right. Um, I think it was Phil who found the other two. 
and I do believe got both one of them right, one of them wrong. So he split his. But for a while, for a while in the first round, Lucy was the only one with any money. The other two eventually managed to, you know, get questions right and get on the board. And for a while, it seemed like they were ringing in more than Lucy was. But here's the thing with Lucy. She doesn't ring in on impulse. She does not ring in unless she feels like she has a clue. And that's what I talked about last night in our strategy corner, if you'll remember, is not mashing the button just to mash it. So I think I think Lucy is a shining example of that particular strategy. And hey, it worked. So what can I say? But she she had a pretty she had a pretty big lead throughout the entire game. It wasn't a foregone conclusion of who would win the game, but it was, it was, um, it was an, unless this person does something stupid, I think we know what's going to happen by the end of Double Jeopardy. Fortunately, she didn't do anything stupid. Actually, she was the only one to get Final Jeopardy correct. The other two kind of damaged themselves. One of them lost all his money and the other one ended up with 189 bucks. So, yeah, that that kind of hurt that kind of hurt those two. But Lucy, even getting it right, she made a very very small wager and still managed to advance to the semifinals. I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb right now and say that if she does not win this whole tournament, I'm going to be sad because just. The, the way that she played today and the way I remember her playing when she played first and just her personality in general, I love her to pieces as a contestant. Just, oh my God. She played right before Brian Chang, I think. I, I want to say I want to say right before Brian Chang went on his run and trolled Ken Jennings so epically and hilariously, but yeah, it was it was somewhere in there. But no, it was it was definitely awesome seeing her play again and just you know seeing her back in general. I'd I'd wondered if she was going to come back for this because they do release contestant lists, but I like to be surprised so I don't read them. At any rate, I am going to shut up now because I've said my piece and what I needed to say on this game without blathering. So I'm going to sign us off for the night and thank you folks for tuning in. And, you know, being a part of this thing and making it as awesome as I would hope you find it. But at any rate, I'm going to say goodnight. Thanks for tuning in. And as Alex would say... So long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.
This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.